what are we talking about today? So we've been uh, out for a few weeks. Yeah. Offline of not life or the business, but just off the podcast. No, but we've been doing a lot of videos. We have. We just haven't done podcasts in a while. Yeah. It's actually kind of nice to take a break. We even got uh, some of our other team members onto the video circuit. Yes. AKA Tax Tom. Hashtag Tax Tom. <laughs> <laughs> like seeing that. Okay. It is February 2023. Like Steve said, we took a few weeks off here, um, which actually feels good. Uh, I think we were trying to cram a little bit too much in the last two weeks of December, not to mention closing out the uh, acquisition of Fogden Bookkeeping. So the nice thing is we have like six weeks under our belts, maybe seven weeks under our belts with uh, Megan and her team. And, you know, overall, what would you say? One out of 10? 10 oh, being like... Yeah, no, the, the team has done a, done a great job. I would say, I would say, I mean, I'm, I'm one that doesn't usually give 10s or 1s. So I would say eight and a half, nine. Like it's done, they've done a, a great job. It's, uh, any acquisition and integration is going to have some challenges, but I think mm -hmm. the team's done a great job planning it and then executing. I probably... I mean, I mean, when was the last time that we did an acquisition in the middle of 1099 season? Well, that's where I was headed. I said, I, in my head, I'm probably giving it more like a seven because of the 1099 and year end closes. So that's a huge factor um, for, I bet you if most people were to do what we did, nothing would get done for the first 45 days, at least well into February, if not March, because you know, you're doing soft closes, reviews, 1099s, closing out the year, mm -hmm. communicating with the CPA or the accountant, tax yeah. accountant, there's, it's hard to get. I mean, we're. I think we're fortunate, right? Because we've got quite a few people to help, right? Uh, besides us, Megan. But Megan's working a lot right now. She needs to pull back. We have Katie. We have Abigail. Yeah, and Ingrid, uh, who's stepped up into that role. Yeah. So I mean, Megan's team had already kind of gone through a process over the last six months of making sure they 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 revamped their whole you know year end close process, ten ninety nine process. So they came into this feeling like they were. Uh, leaning into it, and I think yeah. they've, they've done a good job of executing on that. It's helped. Let's talk balance sheets. Let's talk economy. Let's talk what the hell are we planning over the next six months? I mean, let's just like talk about what you know. What is everybody talking about when we as we're as we're standing here, right? One one, it's like uh, layoffs. You know, um, you've a lot got of tech layoffs. A lot yeah. of tech layoffs. Yeah. Gusto was yesterday. Yeah, the, the Gusties HubSpot was last week, right? Um, yeah, and there are others larger that ones that we've heard of that um, we know is coming down the pipeline. So, so I, think, I think that's like on the, the the mind of a lot of people. The Fed's continuing to raise rates. You know, they, they, I think they, they met this week, or, or like there was a uh, Wall Street Journal event in yeah the CFO summit. CFO summit, yeah, yeah that's where. And the, the Fed, uh, the New York um, president of the New York Fed. I mean, his comments are pretty much like, yeah, we're not stopping. Uh, we can't stop because in order to avoid another like bubble, never mind bursting, but actually a bubble, you know, blowing up, you have to continue to raise the cost of borrowing, which ironically, you know, talking, there's a lot of talk about uh, in this business, consolidations, uh, acquisitions. Um, but the thing we have to all really be cognizant of um, is cash flow. 
And cash flow ultimately is a function of the valuation you're putting on the business, aka your purchase price or selling price. And then secondly, it's the cost of capital. And um, I mean, let's talk about the current acquisition we did. Uh, we and we'll, we'll be talking a little bit more about it. I think maybe this episode is really a little bit of a table of contents of the upcoming episodes. Um, so things that we are going to be talking about. So jumping right into it, like Live Oak Bank was the banking partner that we decided to go on this journey on the last um, transaction. And we did it because we've had quite a few friends that have used them. Chris Williams, obviously a, a big one in Acuity. The cost of capital, it's not fixed. We're doing this, you know, right in the midst of like uh, a slowdown in the in the um, velocity of uh, interest rate increases. This only means one thing, like cost of capital, the cost of borrowing, right? Forget about the cost of capital. The cost of borrowing is going to continue to go up. And if you're borrowing for over a 10-year duration, 10-year term, and even though it's fixed, it's still pegged to variable interest rates. And something that you need to think about because something has to give. Because at the end of the day, you're really borrowing. So, I mean, again, I, I come back, I come at this from commercial finance. So yep. I've, I've done this in the past. Like you, you are essentially lending against free cash flow, right? The, the propensity of that free cash flow margin to continue over 10 years because of this acquisition. And then the cost of borrowing, cost to service that capital. Yeah, that's either one one or two things prices come down or transaction volume slows down i think i think transaction volume will slow down but you know even what they were talking about at the cfo summit part of it is you know um this will not be a terribly long recession they, they're kind of predicting um and you know companies that are in robust industries or you know have good robust management management framework you know those are not the ones that are like you're kind of worried about it's more the Companies that already have like weak, weak balance sheets or um, uh, inflated amounts of debt, those are the ones that you know are going to have challenges, right? Even coming into uh, this borrowing with Live Oak, like we knew it was going to be expensive, right? I'm glad I bought my house right before all this kind of started. <laughs> Let's get it out there. But um, you know, we walked into this knowing it would be more expensive. Um, but we have the confidence in this business and this business model and, and the ability for. Uh, in, in Megan's portfolio. And it, you know, it does a few things for us. It expands our diversity of our kind of uh, industry focus, kind of more in the restaurant entertainment uh, space, because I think hospitality is going to be more of where people are spending their money, right? Um, so, you know, we want to double down in that. Um, another kind of topic that we'll talk about in the future future episodes. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, no, you have to be confident in, in where your, where your free, ca free cash flow is when you're, taking, when you're borrowing at these rates. And and doing deals with this type of capital, right? They're essentially taking a spread on your free cash flow margin to um, pay back the loan, but also earn that interest. And as you know, and it's I'm not going to say that it's inversely correlated, but as interest rates go up, and therefore my cost of capital <laughs> goes up every month or every year once it's yeah. adjusted, the the Inverse happens many times with growth. Growth slows, higher customer churn. Those two things have an adverse impact on my free cash flow margin, unless I make 
deeper cuts to the foundation of my business or I lay people off. Otherwise, all I'm really trying to do is sustain what I have, but my cost of borrowing continues to chip yeah. more and more. It has an exponential effect. And that can be really friggin' scary because a lot of people, the average business person, and I would say even accountants, can't really think in that second and third derivative of what they know, which is that P&I payment. Yep. It's like, okay, that's my P&I payment. I can budget that for the next 10 years. I can budget my free cash flow based on what I see, but that's not really what's going to end up happening. So what, what gives us the confidence there? You know, like, let's talk about like why. What, oh, why it's easy. I mean, let, let's face it with, with Megan, it was very much also parlaying a transaction into also an equi hire. We like Megan. We've known Megan for over a year. We've built, developed that relationship. It was the same thing with Heather Sadley, right? It, it was less about the business and more about the people. Mm -hmm. And that to me feels good because I'm not banking. I'm not banking on that customer list. Yes, I am banking on it to pay for this, right? But I'm not banking on. It. I'm banking on the on our business, the growth of our business, the infrastructure of our business. Yeah. And she makes a good addition to the team. Yeah. You you, you buy the, you buy the business not for the book but for the team. Right? No, not she, when your customer she, acquisition she, costs is four months. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of that, right? Like the other thing, like that, uh, you know, gives. Gives, gives us the confidence is the customer acquisition, right? The, the pipeline, our RevOps team is killing it. Um, you know, shh, don't tell anybody. Uh, compared to last year, we had we had more people on the team. I mean, you and I were not as in- We had five involved people in, 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 this, in the sales like calls, but we were trying to replace us. And, and in the end, like we were back deep into the sales process as one of our primary hats here. Uh, but we, you know, we also kind of dwindled the team down, build up automations around sales, marketing, and you know the the pipeline's cranking yeah i mean at last um our conversion rate is essentially what it was last year so the you start with a conversion rate right that's you're converting prospects into actual customers so our conversion rates are are actually where they were this time last year they dipped a little bit in the fall but then they bounced right back so that's step one step two the um the pool of prospects is almost almost four times what it was last year. Last figure, the velocity to a decision mm -hmm. went from 45 days down to under 30. Now, the only caveat here is our, our weighted average value per customer, new customer acquired has actually decreased by 20%. Mm -hmm. which i mean you can be like well why don't you raise your prices and i know everybody's always like gosh accountants just need to raise your prices well we don't just raise our prices because i got a business to pay for here i got a foundation right if i'm a one-man shop sure i can raise prices all day long right because i can just like go sell my hours somewhere else call oh, whatever you want you're selling hours but i have a business here with 45 people and and you know um last year we grew 48%, 49% once the dust settled. But our expenses ballooned by like 65, 80%. I forget what the number was. We'll be talking about it in our town hall. But those that those expenses were all investments into the business. And many of those investments are actually fixed costs mm -hmm. or uh, a contract that lasts 12 months or 24 months. So um, 
yes, we are like, we need to think about chipping away at some of the fat. So one of the projects that we're working on right now is that technology constellation map, which I kind of picture it as sort of like, you know, the night skyline with all the stars. You got big stars, big dippers, small dippers, right? And, you know, the big stars for us are like Ignition, Carbon, HubSpot, uh, you know, Intuit, QuickBooks, um, the smaller, smaller stars. Uh, and then we have black holes, too, that we're like <laughs> trying to clog up. Um, but we'll leave those uh, un unnamed for now. So we are looking, I mean, even a big, big consolidation that will probably come out of this project is walking away from box.com as our storage document management and begin to leverage Google and carbon. And that's would be a, a good, that'll be a nice, yes. that'd be a good one. Good one. But a huge lift, right? And I think like one of the third things is hiring has become a lot, uh, maybe not a lot. Hiring has become easier. easier. Yeah. You know, six months ago, we were just, we were, we were hiring. I don't take it for granted. Hiring five and then, uh, you know, actually, Offers to five, yeses to four, uh, two would show up. Two would show up on the first day, and by the ninetieth day, you have one. Right? Um, that was that was kind of the reality. Um, yeah. And today, you know, we're finding better better quality candidates. And you know, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's better quality. I think it's just the the right fit. Right? I mean, some of the candidates that came on in twenty twenty two, they were good. I mean, they were they were good accountants, good analysts. But not for our company and not for that role. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that because I know some of our former friends still listen to us. Um, so the point being is it is easier to hire for what we need. Yeah. Definitely have turned the chapter on that, which is nice. That was getting a little bit of like touch and go, right? Because you can only grow as fast as your HR can bring on new, new talent and retain the current talent you have. So what about all these layoffs? I mean, at some point, these are high paying jobs in the tech, tech industry. Many of them are very uh, cool with uh, you working remote. Um, others want you back in the office, but they are in like cool parts of the country, right? Austin, Bay Area, New York. What happens? I mean, where, where do we go from here? Well, I think there's going to be some sh like some shifting around. Um, I think probably see some more uh, entrepreneurship and you saw that in the middle of COVID, right? Like mm -hmm. the number of small business, uh, new businesses that uh, started like skyrocketed. Yeah. That's because they were all going after PPP money and ERT's money. Yeah, Luckily, no, no, none of that right now. You see that stat? $888 billion of Fed I don't even want to and like... state unemployment. They're predicting the inspected general um, is uh, expecting that about one fifth of that, call it 120 billion dollars one, one fifth sounds a little small let's do 20 percent. 20 percent of that that's a lot that's a lot have, have what then 20 percent went Fuck, 10 percent's a lot 20 percent went to fraud i mean we all know it i mean we we get we get like you know so and so is as has uh applied Stephen dan i think we, we we both got at least one of those letters we got like five for other employees yeah and we're like hey we're, you're still oh that's a fraudulent application yeah. right we've all seen it so that was a few topics we just hit on so this, this is a little bit out of left field. Yep. But one of the other things that was brought up in the CFO summit was uh, climate like change and, and uh, disclosure. Yeah. Um, 
and I can, I, my, one of my first startups was called Sustainability Roundtable, right? Customer of ours now. Uh, and do, your MBA is doing sustainability. Doing great work. So I, I, I say, sustainable I say this flow. a little bit. Yes, it's the, the best sustainability is sustainable cash flow. Um, and I'm all about, all about sustainability and disclosure. Um, do you know how many K-cups you go through a day? One thing that, one thing that always like, kind of nagged me. And I know this could come back and bite me, but you know, uh, carbon emissions, right? You got mm -hmm. scope one, two, and three carbon emissions. Mm -hmm. Scope one is like, what do you do directly, right? You, utilities, right? Everything, you drive the car. Um, scope two is like kind of the, the like tr from like travel, right? So they're not my emissions when I fly United, right? They're United's emissions, mm -hmm. but I'm causing that to happen. So I take it. And then scope three is all like up and down your supply chain, right? And that one to me always kind of like seemed like a stretch. And, and you know, we're not sure where they're, they're going to land in terms of like making especially larger companies disclose, you know, scope mm -hmm. three emissions. Um, but that one to me is like, how would you, how would you do that? You need how to employ you, an army. Just you need to, to employ like... an army. And then you're double, like you're double counting. If, if your vendor is reporting their first, you know, scope one emissions and I'm doing my scope three emissions, it's like double counting. Right. But I think it's more about the consumer or the investor it, wanting it to is, know right. my interaction with this company. Yes, there's going to be overlap, but there's there's so much work. You have to hire an army. Like that's just like you're just adding to the cost of that the, of large companies to require. So again, I'm a little you're skeptical. I'm a little skeptical. I'm a little skeptical, but I'm um, obviously want our world to be more sustainable, um, so that it's around for our children and their children. But um, at some at some level, uh, some of this reporting is going to be uh, very very onerous. Plus, I want to go skiing. There's like no no friggin' snow in the mountains. <laughs> Somebody was just telling me that oh, was Mary Jo. Uh, went to indoor uh, mall, like, mm -hmm. biggest, mall, biggest mall in America, or whatever, and uh, indoor biggest. indoor skiing. No, oh, where yeah. around here? I think, was, I think it was Jersey. Jersey, Jersey yeah. yeah. Indoor skiing. Indoor skiing. It's like skiing or like sledding. Well, it was. She said snow. It was like man-made mm. snow. It was like not not just like. Might as well just throw dollar bills down the little hill. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. That sounds like a lot of emissions. Scope three. Scope three for sure. So I know I kind of came out of left field with that uh, scope three emissions. We don't usually talk about things like that here, but. Uh, but we are because actually one of the things that we're looking at doing, especially in the restaurant industry, is better. It's Yes, it's not carbon emissions, right? But um, it is about sustainable jobs and economic equality mm -hmm. and trying to, um, not trying to, but like creating dashboards that help investors understand the impact that their businesses, their investments are having on the whole workforce, right? Not, not just ROI on my investment, mm -hmm. right? Um, not just about financial performance, but it's livable wage, it's, you know, uh, fairness in hiring, it's, it's all, of the, all of the uh, factors that go into like, what, what is the sustainability of this business over, yeah. over the long haul? A lot to cover in the next few months. We're excited for 2023. It's it's uh, one of the things that we didn't touch on that we'll touch on more is automations. I and mean, we've seen like a, a huge uptick in like the interest in uh, other firms wanting to do and use automations because people are starting to really see the uh, opportunity there. I think that's one of the, one of the going to be one of the themes for 2023. Yeah, you know, and maybe this is more of the intro here, but it's like 2023 is the year of the process. Because we can sit here and be like, oh, 2023 is the year of uncertainty. 2023 is the year of the recession, uh, layoffs, you know, 
good news turned into bad news. It's like, yeah, yes and no. I do believe that we are experiencing a recession. I don't think it's going to be deep. Nobody thinks it's going to be deep. Uh, And if we continue to like stay ahead of the curve and control bubbles, you know, managing borrowing costs, ensuring that our homes don't go from a half a million to 1.2 million in less than a year, right? All that kind of crap that really distorts and can blow up the economy. I don't think it's happening. I think we are a little bit ahead of the curve. You know, I I was the first critic, I'll, I'll admit it, with the feds a year and a half ago, transitory recession. You're going to get over your skis. You're not going to be able to get ahead of this. But man, they went balls to the wall in 2022 with like half a dozen, half, you know, 50 bip uh, increase in interest rates. Like those are big moves that are shocks, right? So um, I do think like those shocks are going to help ultimately stabilize. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now over the next year, smaller incremental modifications is going to continue to bring things back to to a stable equilibrium. And so with that, like any recession, with all the capital that's still out there, we're still seeing our customers. Like the, we haven't really had an exodus of customers. We've lost maybe a half a dozen, but shit, that's like out of, I don't know, 350, 400 yeah. customers. Or half of them because like, they're growing, just, right? You know, they're growing. Uh, some are having liquidity issues, but overall I'm pretty bullish about 2023. But I also recognize like, Hey, in the middle of a recession, it doesn't actually matter that it's not it's not hitting your pocket. As long as it's hitting your heart and your mind, you start acting like you just got laid off. You start acting like all the other lemmings. So you know there's going to be a pullback just psychologically. 2023 has to be the year of the process for companies like ours that have gone through the great resignation, like revenue just blowing up like to the point where companies and practitioners are saying no more revenue no i'm not taking on any new customer what do you mean you're not taking on any new? what kind of business says i'm not taking on any new customer it's the accounting business the accounting business is the only freaking business in america that says we're not taking any new customers when's the last time you went to dunkin donuts or starbucks or mickey d's and they said stop right there you cannot come into my drive-thru we're not taking any new customers process it's all about process it's if all you, process, if you have process then all you need is is more bandwidth. It's all process, and you know we got to maintain and 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 protect our franchise value. Franchise value meaning like our business, right? Our brand, our people, our customers, what we do. Protect and maximize free cash flow. Yeah, and the only way you're gonna do that is process is embracing the year of the process. I was just talking to someone today, and a very smart lady, kind of in the admin side of a. Uh, a CPA show. Oh yes, yes. And yes. Um, you know the it was, it was not a complaint of hers, but I, as I'm, I'm listening to her, like we have process in our rev ops, right? That's part of why we're seeing a four X in the in the what's in the pipeline. Yeah, without right? having to do it's process, and I can automate that process, right? The conversation with her was about automation, right? But as I'm talking through the sales process, like it's oh, what's your you know what's your what is the, the what do the partners use as a CRM? Oh, it's just like it's referrals, it's email. Right. Um, I can't do much automation in that, but if you use like HubSpot, like I can, I can put a process in place and I can start, start thinking about what is that process? What does the automation look like? So just to back up the fact that like smart people, like she was thinking, she was thinking that way, how do I get there? Right. She got a, a, you know, a, a large firm to like turn, turn in that direction. So it's going to take a while, but um, the year of the process. And you got a bunch of partners that are acting like their own micro businesses all under one roof. 
And of course, you've got more than one Titanic. You've got, got a fleet. You got a fleet of boats, right? Anyways, thanks everyone. Hope everyone uh, enjoys a good start to the February tax season has officially started. We're excited. February fifteenth is what? It's the day we get half of all of our tax payments, which is a great, a great day for. I was thinking it was the day our, I fly for, out. The, for our bank account. Oh yeah, you do fly out. <laughs> so I'll make sure you don't see any of the money. <laughs> Bye now.